Coming up on Two Noobs, someone at the White House is throwing a Coke party but forgot the cola. Speaking of stupid, you can check out of Mark Zuckerberg's place anytime you like, but you can never leave. Plus, years later than Back to the Future predicted, but you can finally pre-order a flying car when you take out a mortgage for it. And finally, an obscure meat council thinks it can bully me into eating a hot dog their way. We'll see about that. Episode 145. Start that music. Here we are, two noobs talking, episode 140, the fifth. <laughs> with me, I'm back. Hey, whoa. What's up whoa. With that? Oh, look, look at, at that. that. Magically yeah. appeared. With me, of course, over here is jolly green giant John Tracy, um, who but I'm going to have sure. legally yeah. change his name. <laughs> I'm legally changing your name so I have more letter, uh, a better letter to work with. I'm running out of J's. Uh, there you go. Over here is mathematically Matt Craig. There you go. And I, in the middle, am your host, your ruler. <laughs> Satisfactorily, Steve Murray. <laughs> Two noobs talking. How's it going, gentlemen? John, to you first. Or shall I call you Ned? Ned. There's okay. lots of N words. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. How's things going, sir? How was your 4th of July? <laughs> It was it was fourth and it was July. Um, burgers were good. good this Virginia it. State license apparently won't leave go my beer. Um, <laughs> maybe it's a terrible beer koozie. On to what Matt has to say. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll throw it to you, Matthias. How are things? How was your fourth of July? Well, all was good. Uh, I did not set fire to the backyard. I'm very pleased about that. We had a great fireworks demonstration. Oh, no. Annual tradition at the Craig household. And uh, we had some aerial fireworks this year. A little uh, caught the family a little bit by surprise. Whoa, what the heck? You know, they're looking up and it's like, wow, we had some some pretty good rockets going up there. But uh, nothing... You know, no, no big fire, none of that stuff, which is what I was worried about. Fortunately for for me, nothing got set on fire, which was he's great, so. he's using that John as a cover because somebody lost yes. a pinky. I'm sure somebody did. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's I just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Boing! Now it's back. <laughs> I I do have to thank uh, two noobs' best friend Mikey Bowles for uh, putting up uh, his fireworks in uh, Florida on instagram because that was about the extent of my fireworks uh, i saw so but thanks really? Mikey. appreciate it there you go i didn't even have to leave the house well that's a shame we had a nice <laughs> we had a nice fireworks display down in ocean city however as i calculated mathematically with my physics background um with the speed of sound and where we were compared to the fireworks we were 15 seconds off the audio Wow. Uh, so at the conclusion, when they send up all the big boomers, the, you know, the big bright ones that just make a loud noise, they don't really explode mm-hmm. much. You know, they had a whole sequence of them. Well, they had been over for 15 seconds by the time we actually heard the <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a little weird. A little weird. Yeah. 
I bet it would be. Yeah. Not going to lie. But uh, I had a, I had a good time on vacation. Nice. Um, but some some people need to learn some beach etiquette. Hmm. Uh, it's just the way I'll put it. Teenagers. Just what he ran. Suck. <laughs> yeah. 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 If you if you do not have to, you do not mm-hmm. plop down right in front of someone. On yes. Your- oh. Yes. Space. 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 Yeah. Buffer Space zone. Them. What happened to what social you- distancing, dude? I was just going to say, like, what is the not buffer, in now. what is the what is the rule now for the buffer zone on the beach? Are we talking six feet here? Or are we talking twelve I mean, feet apart? Like, what? six feet is arbitrary, but I mean, <laughs> of course, that's why I threw it out there, John. <laughs> not, I, don't don't sit next to me. Like we're not yes. in we're not in high school. You don't need to cram yeah. in so all the class can hear. Like <laughs> two right? pieces, maybe, and then plop down. I'm totally cool with that. Like, yeah, I mean, it depends. It depends on the size of the crowd. Yeah, obviously, the less crowd, the more you should space out. Oh, absolutely. Yes, um, yes. Yep. I, I just mm-hmm. I feel that way. I I like the half rule. You know, you find two groups, you split the difference between the two yeah, groups. Yeah, absolutely. Groups. You know, absolutely. Love it. Love no, it. but it did. Fourth of July down there was probably the crowdiest day we had, but you know we there was still room, and it's it's amusing at the beach because it's like it's like the population of Canada, <laughs> because there's there's all this space from the dunes where the you know the houses start, yes, mm-hmm. and then you have the water, and ninety five percent of the population is concentrated within like ten feet of the water. <laughs> the rest of this open space back toward the dunes. <laughs> but it's about me. We've got a fun fact and an over 40 rant. John, I believe, is supplying both of them today and supplying you with energy drinks is W Energy Drinks because that's what they do. That's their job. Go. And our job is to tell you that you can get 10% off your order if you use the promo code 2 noobs talking T O O noobs N O O, not N U B noobs noobs talking um and that's w.gg by the way d-u-b-b-y so john um lead off with whatever you want to first nice all right so we'll, we'll keep it in standard order uh we'll do our fun fact <laughs> there you go if that's the order we go in okay <laughs> so yeah i think we do i, I think so <laughs> most of the time yes so what i what i bring to you today is that um Cartoons lie to us. Uh, a coyote no. is more than twice as fast as a roadrunner. So all that all that cartoonness is a bunch of BS. Uh, a coyote has been is maximum speed of a coyote has been clocked at forty three miles per hour. Maximum speed of a roadrunner wow. twenty miles an hour. Since when did John become the you know the the most negative? fun person he's taking all the fun out of this he's like, like he's like that guy who ruined the bermuda triangle for everybody. pretty much yeah. yes pretty much yeah. pretty much um and if anybody follows me on facebook go back to 2015 i ruined nemo for all the kids um okay do that right i will now. never ahead, repost John. it again but i totally did uh, <laughs> my wife's still mad at me for that uh there you go nice well, is she nice. delivering the over 40 about that? or wait? Yes, apparently. Yes, I'm waiting. <laughs> okay. Now on to the over 40. So I was uh, I was watching 
Instagram and Twitter and and the eating contest. Uh, I thought apparently eating contest. Appa- yeah, the, the the Nathan's right. annual. It apparently got canceled oh, yeah. and then and then reset and then a bunch of people went to the internet and said some things and of course Dave Portnight said nobody was listening but he said something and it didn't make any sense and then the 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 uh, contest happened. Um, and Joey Chestnut won again because he wins all eating contests. Apparently, my problem was um, whatever that dude's name is, the new center of the Spurs that I hear too much of because I live in South Texas, took to yeah. Instagram and said that Joey Chestnut was the greatest athlete ever. Um, I have oh a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Chestnut is not even an athlete. The worst. <laughs> he's not even the worst player on the 83 Expos good. Um, <laughs> he eats fucking hot dogs. Like that's all. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now hold on a second. Hold on a second. Three time Stanley Cup champion Phil Kessel. Yes. Yeah. A noted hot dog eater you can and, win and things no, no, and okay. eat hot dogs no no that no phil but if, if if phil kessel won and you called him the greatest athlete i'd be like all right well he's a damn good hockey player and he eats hot dogs <laughs> i would consider him to be a better athlete than joey chestnut yeah, joey agreed. chestnut is not even close to being an athlete and this delusional People that are now athletes that are like, he's better than I am. He, the dude's an NBA player, and he's calling this dude a an athlete. He was drafted number yeah. one in the NBA. His delusional mindset of what an athlete he I Embiid's gonna hurt that kid. It's not gonna be good. <laughs> it's not gonna be good. If that's your mindset going into the NBA, bro. People yeah. call me even me, me might even hurt you. I, he's I not good at stuff. It's not really a sport. It's a competitive eating competition. contest. It's, it's a competition. It's yeah. an eating competition. If he was the greatest yeah. eater in the world, that would have been a great post. Mm-hmm. Sure. If, if yeah. he the but the greatest athlete. No, <laughs> not even close. Come not on. even close, Johnny. Like, come on. Not even close. Nope. Yeah. Nope. It'd be more impressive if he ate the hot dog and did a bicep curl. If he's doing that, he'd probably have a heart attack. Maybe. Well, (laughs) see, the problem there is he needs to to eat as many hot dogs as he does. He needs to kind of double fist it. So if he's doing bicep curls, that's one hand less hot dogs. You're going to half the number. That's true. It's just not fair. Next year, I think we should throw hot dogs at Joey Chestnut to see how many (laughs) he I personally will be the thrower. As you go to Coney Island, you're just chucking hot dogs. Speedway, and Joey just Chester. throwing hot dogs right That actually face. would be fun. Like, try to land them in his mouth. Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing, I do. Like, fastball <laughs> style. <laughs> Zoom! Wow! <laughs> Homer Simpson. Yeah. That's, what I want. That's an eating contest. I'll give me. you all the hot dogs <laughs> in the world! <laughs> That's oh, athletic. I will give that, you is that. Yeah. that is true. That is true. That's funny. All right. Well, now, now to the now to the stupid stuff. Uh, okay. Topic one. On to the other <laughs> stupid stuff. The other yeah. stupid stuff. Yeah. Topic one. Um, this came up while I was on vacation. Mm-hmm. 
quite a thing going on they have at the White House there. National Review article. White House cocaine was actually found in working area of West Wing, despite initial reports. Uh-oh. Contrary to early reports, the cocaine found within the White House on uh, Sunday, this would be July 2nd, uh, was located in a cubby beside the West Executive entrance and within a working area of the West Wing. Initial reports had suggested that the controlled substance was found in a locker in the West Wing lobby where tour guests often leave personal belongings such as cell phones. However, multiple sources familiar with the investigation told NBC News that the cocaine was actually discovered by Secret Service in the area between the West Executive Entrance Foyer, or foyer for you Frenchies, and a lower level lobby. One floor below the main West Wing offices and on the same floor as the Situation Room. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Official vehicles such as the vice president's limo park outside the West Executive entrance. Mm. White House Press Secretary Karen Jean Pierre, Jean Pierre, Jean Pierre, yes, Jean Pierre, Jean Pierre. Okay, okay. Jean-Pierre. So, all right. Stressed that the initially reported location where the cocaine was supposed to have been found is heavily trafficked by visitors. What I wanted to be very clear is that this is a heavily, heavily trafficked, heavily traveled, to be more accurate, area of the campus of the White House, she said. It is where visitors to the West Wing come through. Some of the best quotes of the year, by the way. <laughs> very, I mean, very clear. Heavily, sen- heavy, heavy. Yeah. yeah, coherent sentences, I mean. That's what it- <laughs> uh NBC's Andrea Mitchell reported that the new location is a much more secure place with limited access and that normal people, average people, (coughs) John, (coughs) (laughs) can't get in there. The plebes, in other words. Mm. Um, The lesser of people. Yes, sir. (laughs) How, How concerned are you about this cocaine found at the White House and where it was found? Hmm. Well, my level of concern would probably be in the mid to high 60s in terms of percentages. And the humidity? Um, Yeah, I would say that. Yeah, current humidity right now. Um, I would say, am I not surprised? No, I'm not surprised. This is the Biden White House. Everything is a go in that White House uh, from the cocaine to everything else that goes on in there. Uh, This does not surprise me one bit. Unfortunately, we have... You know, our president right now, unfortunately, is a little older, doesn't know exactly what's going on. So monkey see, monkey do, I guess, at this point. Uh, It is concerning, obviously. And then, of course, like later on, Trump couldn't help himself. Of course not. Uh, On top of that, was basically saying, well, you know, this belongs to Hunter Biden. And, you know, like his own former press secretary said, are are you kidding me? No, it's not even close. (laughs) Not even close. Like Hunter Biden is nowhere near there. Uh, in that regard. So, but the fact that it was found there, it, it, it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me one bit in, in that regard. Unfortunately, it, it is what it is. Um, you know, uh, I, who, who it was, I, I guess that's TBD or on a need to know basis. Does it you know, concern you? Does it concern you? Um, that the initial reports of where it was located was incorrect do you think that was intentional or just a mistake 
honestly, I think at this point, Steve, really with the media, any initial report has to be given with a ton of grain of salt. And I mean, like, we're not talking a little bit of salt. We're talking a whole canister of salt because everything they reported from an initial standpoint is bullshit to begin with. So I don't really, you know, to, in my estimation, really, you have to wait for things to kind of settle down. This idea of breaking news. Oh, my God, we found cocaine in the White House. And it's like, well, it's between the West Wing and that's where tourists are. And it's like, well, wait, wait a minute. Wait, time out. You know, they check you for everything going in. If you go in to do a visit of the White House, everything from the background checks to the actual physical searching of your person. So the, the fact Body that cavity that was, searches. Yeah, yeah. You know, that kind of thing. What kind of blood type do you have? That kind of thing. A, a, friend, of um, mine, a friend of mine said that going to visit the White House is literally like uh when you're in kindergarten class and they follow you into that little cubby hole and you gotta mm-hmm. put all your stuff like empty your pockets you gotta do a, they literally that's how he described it he was like it's like you're going to you're going on a school trip like everything is accounted for like you can't have there's nothing in your sock there's nothing in your your pocket there's not like they make sure everything is out before you even go in yeah. Well, I, I get Matt's concern about how the media always jumps the gun and tries yeah. to be the first rather than be accurate. Yep. But in this instance, you know, the initial report was it was a touristy area mm-hmm. where, you know, anyone could have come could in and deposited. In. Yeah. Now we're hearing that it's in a location where it's more likely to be belonging to someone who works at the White House. Uh-huh. Um, you know, so I'm. Was it an accident? I'm not so sure, you know, mm-hmm. regard to that reporting. Mm-hmm. Um, the article does go on. The The culprit is not likely to be found. Uh, a law enforcement official involved in the matter told Politico. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very difficult for us to do that because of where it was, the official said. Even if there were surveillance cameras, unless you are waving it around. Hey, here's my Coke bag. <laughs> it may not have been caught. <laughs> It's a bit of a thoroughfare. People walk by there all the time. John, um, you buying that they can't figure this out? I, I I think it's irrelevant that they can figure it out or not. It just it's it just shows the leadership. It's not a tightly run ship. I mean, if they find it, yeah. what are, what are, what is going to be a slap on a wrist? Don't bring your coke to work, <laughs> there, buddy. Like. <laughs> That's what I. That's what I thought when I when I read this article. I'm like, it, mm-hmm. they're throwing it. They're throwing it out there. I think. I think this was a reporter that found some secret out and wanted to try to gain some steam, and the system just knocked it down. Okay, this report here, this report here, here, here. We'll never find out who it's going to be. It's it's. It's status quo for the administration. It really is. It's it's mm-hmm. lack of lack of pure leadership. I mean, even yeah. Clinton ran a tighter White House. Mm. Yeah, we were. Thinking. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> at least for the media, the media to find find anything that was probably in his sock drawer. Well, <laughs> yeah. Wink, wink. I was going to say, this is probably, I'm just going to go out on a limb here. This is probably not the first time there's been cocaine in the White House, frankly. Yes, I I Um, absolutely 100% agree with that statement. (laughs) That's so. (laughs) But it's never gotten out to the media. Right, right. So in that instance, you're right. Um, It does bother me that it seems like surveillance cameras, we... 
we have yes you know, the, the the quality of of camera yes. on your phone these days is impeccable yeah i mean i took some fabulous shots down the beach mm-hmm. yet somehow surveillance cameras still be appear to be running on real player uh from the year 2000 yeah um Along with the fax machines from the CDC. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Federal government's yeah. great at not upgrading, apparently. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, so, Matt, uh, what about you? Are you are you hopeful they catch somebody here? Do you, you know, does it yeah. bother yeah, you that I, they don't think they can? I, well, I mean, my hope is that they do catch the culprit, obviously, and fire, you know, that there is a full investigation into this and that whoever is using the cocaine. I mean, that is a fireable offense in some circles. Absolutely. Uh, That is a definite fireable offense. Will, do I have confidence? No, not in this administration. They have to prove a lot to me in order for this to be done. And when you have your son that is a notorious user of this, um, that's why you have a Trump that says what he says on Twitter. That's why he Mm -hmm. can't help himself by going after the guy. And granted, Hunter Biden has a lot of issues and a lot of problems. No question about it. Um, but at the same time, it's like, I want there to be a full investigation on this. And I want there to be a resolution. And that person to be canned and fired from, from the White House. There's no I mean, excuse for it. If, period. if nothing else, if it's not his, um, somebody at the White House should know better than to bring it in because yeah. you know yes. that's just temptation staring you in the face. Absolutely. It's in the building. Mm-hmm. You know I and mean? so yeah, so to be continued, we shall see where this mm-hmm. ends up. Probably nowhere cuz that's just, you know, Putin's losing the war in Iraq. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. God, God save the queen, man. Twice. <laughs> All right, continuing with the theme that things always happen while I'm away. Mm. Uh, Topic two here from The Independent. People cannot leave Instagram's Threads app without deleting their whole account, rules warn. Hmm. What the hell is Threads? I don't know. Um, (laughs) Just just throwing that out there. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Meta's new Threads app will not let people leave without deleting their whole... In- Wait. Way to go, independent. Just repeat the topic in the first sentence. <laughs> the app launched just hours ago. Well, this is days ago at this point because you know yes. we're, not, we're not up to speed here on two news. Uh, and appears to have already received tens of millions of signups. It came at a particularly difficult time for Twitter, which has been limiting how many posts people can see. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I've gone a day where I've hit that limit yet, by the way. Just nope, so me you neither. Know. Um, yes. And has tight integration with Instagram, which makes it easy to sign up. However, people are not able to reverse that sign-up process once it has happened, users have found. Dun, dun, it's like dun. if someone starts using threads and then wants to leave again, they will be forced to delete their entire Instagram account. Thread users can deactivate their profile, which will stop posts and interactions with other people's posts from being shown. But that data will continue to live on parent company Meta's servers Mm -hmm. and will remain connected to the Instagram account it came from. Mm -hmm. But it is not possible to fully delete it without getting rid of all Instagram data. Uh, A 
your Threads profile as part of your Instagram account and may be deleted at any time by deleting your Instagram account, a supplemental privacy policy published for Threads warns. John, uh, Threads, what the hell? It's, face- it's Facebook all over again. It's, they are like... The, Meta is the worst fictional drug dealer ever. They almost like... They're almost like... they. they, they you can kind of like, well, you should try this and maybe this will work, but, but you got to get rid of all of it. If not, like you can't get rid of Instagram. <laughs> if you don't get rid of Facebook, you can't get rid of this. If you can't get rid of that, can't have reels. Go if you don't Turkey. have a Facebook page. Yeah. If you don't have a Facebook yeah. page, then you can't have a second Facebook page. But when you have reels on both of them, then you got to do this. It, they're, they're so dumb. Of course they would. Of course they would link threads to Instagram. Like, because they're trying to push the, the, Oh, you don't like Elon? We'll give you a shitty version of what the shitty version that Elon's already giving you. And you can have the same reaction to it because Threads is, it's literally Twitter. It's copy and paste Twitter. That's all it is. Yeah. Do you want Meta's version of, of Twitter? Or do you want Elon's Musk version of Twitter? Or yeah. be like most of us, we don't really like Twitter. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> are we just going to end up back at the same place? Yes. With, as we with Twitter? I mean, yes. What, literally. What's the people from doing the same thing on threads that they would do Twitter anyway? Yeah. The, the only the only cool thing that, that is happening out of this whole thing is Elon Musk is threatening the threatening to bring back vines, which is probably the coolest <laughs> thing on the internet ever that was retired. Mm. So let, let Facebook bring another shitty app to the party. Um yeah. it's they don't do anything right. So even their version of Twitter is not going to be good. Yeah. Well, Meta has said that it is working on the problem, presumably with a view to allowing people to get rid of their Threads account without deleting all of their data. The issue is just one of a range of problems that users have identified on the first day with Instagram's Threads app. Many other users have complained, for instance, that there is no way to see only posts from accounts they have actually followed. Instagram has built threads to recommend posts from other accounts it thinks users are interested in, too, presumably in an attempt to ensure that the news feed is full up even when users start using the app. Matt, you, you, I know you've signed up for threads already, right? Yeah, no, I haven't. Uh, John, I'm just telling you, like, right now, you know, I know you're over a couple of screens over. Don't you yes. dare. Don't you even dare put oh, I'm two news talking I'm noobs on in threads. It. I'm noobs in it. <laughs> yeah, we're, we are definitely squashing that at this point. Uh, query. Um, why, if you're launching an app that's an alpha, basically, you go past the beta testing, right? You t- you're mm-hmm. testing this whole thing out. You launch it to the public, and now you have a problem where it basically is deleting everybody's data. Why did this get caught in quality control? That's my first question. Um, my theory is this: a lot of please. times, a lot of times when you have an app being developed, it's being developed by someone who is super smart, oh. computer geek, mm-hmm. yep, who doesn't think like the average person. Oh. Yes. Got it. And how the average person would use it, would view things. It's always, oh, I've got this super cool idea. I'm just going to put it out there. And it's never interpreted from the average user's standpoint. Mm. And that's mm-hmm. why I think a lot of that trouble comes about. 
I think um, that is a fantastic answer mm-hmm. to my question. Thank you <laughs> for You're that, welcome. Steve. Yeah, I appreciate it. You're that. welcome. This ends uh, two noobs for the now. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. But yeah, I, yeah <laughs> I I really, I'm not surprised either. You know, like with Johnny, I'm not surprised that this is failing. Uh, once again, it's the metaverse all over again, <laughs> just in smaller form. Right. Uh, and to be perfectly honest, you know, a lot of people are like rejoicing with glee over this app because they don't like Twitter anymore. And yet all Elon has done is basically said, well, okay, we want more freedom of speech on this platform. And we want to also limit your usage on it as well. I think those are two pretty good suggestions to improve that particular app. Just me saying that. Um, Less social interaction on Twitter, more social interaction in person. Who would have thunk it? Would have been a great idea. I don't Um, need that advice from Elon, but I'm glad he's at least spewing that kind (laughs) of. nonsense yeah. jokingly yeah. i i he no he he it's not like he's trying to rule the world he's making when he says when he makes sense and the media goes what is he doing i i tend to look at the media and go what is your issue why is what every is time he problem? says something yeah. normal you're freaking yep. out i don't understand yep but yeah. i need to read 10,000 tweets a day yeah ah! It doesn't make any sense to me. No, it does not. I think think the limit for users like me is 600 a day, if I'm not mistaken. And like I said, I I, I don't think think I've even come close to looking that many. Yeah. That's... Who cares? I I normally... I'm like four thumb swipes. I have... I have two two network the two networks the the NBC or whatever I have the Flyers the Eagles the Sixers you mm-hmm. uh, Tom and then <laughs> Adam Rosenberg and then a couple other people and then a couple <laughs> offsite offsite hockey or basketball or that and, and I'll run right. through and I'll I, I, maybe five minutes is there any kind of breaking news is anybody talking about anything interesting up oh, that Twitter's done for the day move on. So maybe I see 20 posts a day. And that's what I think the average user, we're not talking Tom. Tom's on from when I get (laughs) off to when I go to bed. Uh, I can understand why he's pissed. (laughs) The average person that I talk to about Twitter says about the same thing. It's a quick maybe morning, afternoon, night. So maybe you're on three times Mm -hmm. a day just checking news. Exactly. So I don't think it affects. I don't think that affects anybody. What what is uh what is Threads? They want you to be on there from after you get off of Facebook in the morning. They want you to jump on Threads, <laughs> and I get you to the afternoon. Then you take pictures of puppies on Instagram. Then after dinner, you go back on Threads and you spend all night. Is that what they're trying to do? Well, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Also, too, what I was also going to say um, in regards to free speech. This idea that now Threads has been basically blocking, guess what? Conservative voices. Once again, we got a problem, <laughs> right? Shocking. But here's 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 my here is my fail-proof solution for all of this, right? What you do is you identify those people on their accounts, and you know what you do? You block them. That's all you have to do. You don't have to go to Threads and complain about how this person's spreading false information. You can just block them if you disagree with them. Shocking. It's really that simple. Who would have thought it? There's a button. That's just my five cents. 
you know, for that. But it's, I mean, it's a ridiculous app to begin with. If you're tying it to an Instagram account and then all of a sudden, you know, if you want to leave threads, you got to delete your entire Instagram account. Well, no, I don't want to do that. You know, it's like, that's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. Dumbest idea, once again, from Mark Zuckerberg. Well, and, and the, you know, the more I read this article, it sounds exactly like Twitter. Like, Twitter also mm-hmm. yeah. um, puts in posts it thinks you're going to like. Yep. So that <laughs> your feed, you know, I get tweets from random locations and individuals. And, Do you get uh, them from me, by the way? I, I don't know. I, I don't. Oh. I don't. Okay. It breaks my heart. Yeah, that you know that you don't you know actively <laughs> post on Twitter, so I can't I can't follow your life and what you're eating, and, you know, all that I, fun I could stuff. I tell you, I could tell you if you'd like. I well, have a no, cheesecake no, actually for no, dinner, no, right? Or dessert? Matt's right gonna, see, Matt's gonna text I'm gonna you right now. Matt's gonna text you three <laughs> times a day. <laughs> you won't have to worry about his Steve, just so you know, breakfast with. <laughs> Here's a picture. Here's a picture. No. Not like we don't text enough. I mean, are we going to add food to it? (laughs) Might as well at this point. All right, we're back. I'm just trying to inject some Instagram into my veins. (laughs) It's not working. I didn't know you could do that. (laughs) That's that's the next wave, John. You didn't know? Nice. Come on. Soon it will happen. What is that called? (laughs) It's called the Biden White House. Um, (laughs) It's got to be a better name than Threads. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Non sequitur. Topic three. Um, (laughs) I guess this is for the weird file. Uh, I leave that to Matt, yay or nay. Maybe it was your article, so yeah, it, well, New yeah. York, New York Post here, world's first fully electric flying car approved by FAA and accepting pre-orders. Mm. Exciting! A California company building a flying electric car is now taking pre-orders. Aleph Aeronautics's flying car has been given a special airworthiness certification from the Federal Aviation Administration, meaning. <laughs> So it was given a sack. (laughs) Yes, it was. (laughs) Meaning the company will be allowed to road slash air test the car. The company said in a news release, the fully electric vehicle with a hydrogen option for a higher price is a low speed vehicle that can be driven up to 200 miles on public roads and fits into a regular garage. But it can also launch vertically into the air with a flying range of 110 miles, according to Aleph's website. Mm-hmm. Customers can pre-order the vehicle, which can seat up to two people, and is expected to cost around $300,000. Mm. An FAA spokesperson told Fox Business it issued a sack for the Armada Model Zero aircraft on June 12, 2023. This SAC allows the aircraft to be used for limited purposes, including exhibition, research, and development. So, so far, not standard individual use. Uh, Matt, I know you're going to be first in line for one of these flying cars. Being the Back to the Future fan, you are. Yeah, not 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 to complain, but I think it would probably knock off one of the zeros, make it $30,000, <laughs> and I would be interested for sure. But um, this is quite interesting, gents. Uh, you know, this kind of takes me back to the old cartoons 
of the, what was it called? The Jetsons. Jetsons. Sure. And, uh, you know, the flying cars that they would go to work back in the day. Yeah. Um, yeah, with electric cars, stuff like that. Um, kind of intriguing. Um, but I foresee some, also some, you know, this is going to be very interesting if this, if, you know, the FAA is, has allowed this to happen and they're taking pre-orders for this, uh, it be interesting to see how people are going to drive this car and actually fly it as well. Um, I could see pilots doing it, but do I see the regular consumer doing it? Eh, probably not. I'm actually kind of glad for that extra zero because I think that will limit the number of stupid people um, <laughs> navigating these things around the area because I yeah. really don't want to get smacked in the face by a flying electric car. Can you imagine? Oh. Um Aleph first unveiled the car last October and said it has already taken a strong number of pre-orders from people and businesses. Hmm. The FAA is working on policies for the takeoff and landing of electric vehicles, the company said. Uh, CEO Jim Duchovny and co-founders Konstantin Kisley, Pavel Markin, and Oleg Petrovir Mm. Were like first the inspired for the Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They were inspired to first try to create a flying car in 2015 when they realized it was the same year Marty McFly drove one in Back to the Future 2. Oh. Uh, Duchovny added that the certification from the FAA allows us to move closer to bringing people an environmentally friendly and faster commute, saving individuals and companies hours each week. This is one small step for planes, one giant step for cars. Uh, John, is this really going to alleviate traffic and, and make our trips faster, or are we just going to create a hell of a mess up in the sky? I mean, it, it's cool to think about uh, to have a flying car. Uh, I did see someone was talking about it uh, today. They said if it if it does that 100 miles in the air, um, it, it's going to turn sideways to do it but yet the people in the car don't rotate with the car so they're so just think about you you're sitting in the steering wheel you're going that way um for that hundred miles because that's how that's how these things operate um wow so it's they like have that wing yes they have there yet to they have yet to from what i read they don't have a model quite yet that will go 300 miles and that's their main goal um, for air travel is three hundred. I don't buy a helicopter like everybody else. I don't understand. Like I just, it, just at that price, yeah. Why not? Yeah, if yeah. you're spending three hundred thousand dollars, buy a helicopter. It it, yeah. it it is it it already is the the flying car. Mm-hmm. Jerry Jones does not drive in a car. Jerry Jones has a helicopter and he goes from point to point to point to point, and he does a really good job at it. He he bought a Does flying car back in the nineties, <laughs> <laughs> and he probably paid yeah. less than that. That's true, <laughs> probably. That's very true. Yeah, I. No, it's interesting, Jen. So I was just going to say, it is kind of interesting though um, to see the technology kind of go in this direction now. Um, I would think, um, but yeah, I think to John's point, um, life cycle. Right. I mean, I would love to know, like, how long this would potentially last. So you're making a three hundred thousand dollar investment. Oh, boy. You know what I mean? Like the maintenance and the upkeep. Mm-hmm. You got multiple moving parts in there, too. You know, if you're having a flying car, 
you know, that kind of a deal. So there are multiple moving parts. Just something to think about. Your insurance has got to be outrageous. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. On top I mean, of that, that just came to me. It was just like, wait a minute. That, <laughs> it's and, like, and that's got to be nuts. And another thing, think about the taxes we're going to have to pay because they're going to have to change each yeah. roadway for takeoff and landing points because you just can't you just can't catapult a car for no reason <laughs> like get the left lane we'll shoot you up like that's not how that's gonna work <laughs> like there needs to be a special lane for that <laughs> like it's not like you're gonna fly right into the city of philadelphia that doesn't right. work yeah, that it's, way you know that kind of idea. not <laughs> how they're 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 making it seem like that's how it's gonna work it's yeah. The, the, yeah. the amount of changes to the road you're gonna have to make in cities and you might be outside able to pull of it cities. Off if you fly into the, I was just going to say, Johnny, you might be able to uh, fly it into the Ben Franklin Parkway, maybe. But then it's like you got all that traffic to deal with. Well, mm-hmm. that's gonna be has anyone considered that you know if you have a part fail, this isn't like you just pull off to the side of the road. Uh, you're going to yeah, no, fall out of the sky. No, it falls out of the sky. <laughs> yes. I mean that happens with just saying. Happens with helicopters too, but very <laughs> unlikely. That it's going to happen yes, but, over a major highway. <laughs> but helicopters have been around for yes. quite some time now. Mm-hmm. And the kinks have pretty much been worked out, I would think. Mm-hmm. Um, I would and, hope so. And you have to have special training to fly a helicopter in yes. the first place. Yeah. Um, whereas we're talking about giving the average Joe no, uh, no. keys to a car that can take off in the air. Yeah, this is this is not not a class C license. No way. They they better <laughs> they better make another letter. <laughs> it's, uh, it's between CDL and you can't do that. That's where that needs to fall. <laughs> like, Precisely. Got right down the middle between the two. Precisely. I mean, today has just been a dis- one disaster after another. We're going to have Joe Biden flying around in a car on his thread zap. Yep. It's no. With an electric no. car flying all over the place. Yeah, exactly. White House. Exactly. Sorry, but, but now topic four, the most controversial of all. We're getting into the serious business oh, right boy. here. Oh, boy. Another New York Post article. Adults should never, ever put this on a hot dog. Mm. Grow up, experts say. Whoa. Okay. Piss off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's the first thing we need to talk about. <laughs> that's the first thing to say. <laughs> and now to the article. Slathering a Frankfurter in a layer of cool, tangy ketchup is a foodie faux pas for folks 18 and over, according to, get this, the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, which argues that the condiment is strictly for kids. In fact, the top dog of the organization says dressing a wiener with ketchup is, well, kind of weenie. If you can vote, it's time for your taste buds to vote for a hot dog without ketchup, NHDSC President Eric Mittenthal told The Post. Wow. Um, Mark Rosen. He just, he just wanted to use a quote so he could say the word wiener without having to 
say the word. I didn't realize there was a National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. I don't think anybody did, nor do I think one should exist (laughs) to begin with. I don't think anybody cares. Do they have (laughs) monthly meetings? Like, where's the newsletter? What's going on over here? I think they they like the word wiener, though. Uh, Probably. (laughs) They work with them every day. Uh, And frankly, such a council should not be giving me advice on what to put on my hot dog. But uh, agreed. Yes. Uh, Mark Rosen, vice president of marketing for Sabret, the official hot dog of Madison Square Garden, he told the Post that in the dog eat dog world, there's absolutely no shame in putting ketchup on a hot dog. We don't see too many adults doing it anymore, said Rosen. But if they do, it's totally fine. But asshole, I mean Mittenthal, who also <laughs> works as the chief strategy officer at the North American Meat Institute. All right, get a real job, dude. Oh, my <laughs> this, God. This dude, this dude is... Wow. Oh, man. This, dude, this dude is literally... He's the Eric Swalwell of hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> How many more names does he have on his... Wow. Does he just line them up? Well, Meat Man has long been adamant that ketchup and hot dogs don't mix. He voiced his disdain. uh, That's D-I-S-D-A-I-N, by the way, in New York Post. Uh, Spell check. For the tomato-based sauce in a 2021 press statement saying, no matter how you top it, any hot dog is delicious. Well, except for hot dogs with ketchup. He added, the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council Etiquette Guide says only children should eat their hot dogs with ketchup. Um, John, wipe the tears from... Stickers in a coloring book. (laughs) (laughs) It ought to. It ought to. What do you, John, what do you think? (laughs) What do you think of this clown organization telling us how to eat a hot dog? This dude needs to shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I, 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 for a really long time in my life, I felt like a loser until now. Um, <laughs> Jesus. That's not true, Johnny. Stop it. Wow. Um, yeah. He's a part of two organizations that are full of complete shit. Um, I, lo- I, loved, yeah. I, I love sausage. I love hot dogs. I, 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 I love cured meat. I'm a big fan. Um, yeah. I did not know there were these kind of rules um, when I joined these organizations, when I decided I, that I liked hot dogs. I did not know that I was <laughs> bowing to this guy. Um, apparently that I can't put hot. I, I, I'll just give up. I won't put ketchup on a hot dog. It's anymore. in the it's in the I, fine print when you buy the ballpark franks. It says, by opening this package, that. you agree to abide by the rules of the National Asshole Institute for sausage and hot dog administration. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, exactly. Well, better oh rules gosh. than the, the MLB. <laughs> yeah, Johnny, I will say this. You're not a loser. You could be the chief strategy officer at the North American Meat Institute. Okay, that's pretty much a loser. I mean, I'm, I'm, at pretty, that point. I'm pretty sure I could get that job if I... Basketball. I mean, I eat, I eat meat. I could probably qualify. (laughs) Yeah. Chief strategy officer. That my question is what, how much do they get paid? Um, you know, 
What is, what do they strategize about with hot sauce? It's got to be first. Meat! <laughs> meat at people. <laughs> they do exactly what I want to do at the next hot dog thing. They throw meat at people. <laughs> See, it all comes full circle. Uh, sadly, sadly, some idiots agree with this idiot. Ketchup is for kids, not adults, insisted content creator. Okay, get a real job. Jim Florentine in oh, a boy. saucy snippet. Get over it. Ketchup is liquid sugar and chemicals. (laughs) (laughs) Influencer, Uncle Gabe, echoed similar sentiments to his over 1 million followers. That's, that's, why are you following this idiot? He says in part, I'm eating a hot dog without ketchup because I'm not an idiot. Yes, you are an idiot. And I don't even put ketchup on hot dogs and you're an idiot. No, Uh, neither neither do I. But link lovers across the nation seem to disagree. A May 2021 survey by the NHDSC BGTA 3975 National Meat Institute of Knuckleheads found that 61% of Americans enjoy smothering their hot dogs with a few healthy squeezes of ketchup. The Crimson Goop ranked second among hot dog enhancers, outperforming relish, chili, and cheese in the poll. It closely Mm. trailed mustard which reigns supreme as the countrywide favorite. Matt, do you, do you slather a ketchup on your weenie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're natty. Oh, my. <laughs> um, Regroup. I don't Regroup. know how to answer that question, Steve. <laughs> I think I might have to check out. Uh, yeah, I might have to check out. Good night, everybody. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I would. I've gone back and forth between the two gentlemen. To be perfectly honest, I don't care what a chief strategy officer says. What I should should and shouldn't do to a hot dog. First of all, it's my hot dog. I'll eat it any damn way I want it to. Damn straight. You know, in that regard, I, sometimes like for me, America, there's cheese in there, a little bit of bacon possibly a little bit of relish i'll throw in there right got a little mustard and hell yeah i'm putting ketchup on it i'm not a child i know that but it's like i like all those flavors on my hot dog i want to have a little bit of flavor with it nothing wrong with that in that regard it's amazing that they say it qualifies for kids but the moment you turn 18 you got to get rid of it Mm -hmm. what what the hell like seriously like i I take offense to that one because Mm-hmm. I, uh, again, full disclosure, I eat my hot dog completely bare. So I just in the, in the raw, um, yeah. but I do enjoy ketchup on other things like chicken burgers. Mm-hmm. I'll even put it on steak if it's available. So Ooh, screw you guys. Yeah. Um, there you go. That's bold. So, yeah, that's you know, bold. and I'm an over 40 ranting individual. I am not a child. I just happen to like ketchup. So screw you. I'm not a child. You're a child for making this an issue and working at the national meat Institute of, of (laughs) Nazi um, pig heads. Oh my gosh. Wow. But this also, um, this is on the heels of another controversial issue that came up the week prior. And I'm I'm happy you gents saved this for me again, as a ketchup connoisseur myself, Um, which was that Heinz tried to settle the debate on whether or not to refrigerate ketchup Hmm. uh, by saying you absolutely do. 
Um, I disagree wholeheartedly with Heinz. I you actually put the ketchup in the refrigerator. No, I don't. Oh, you no. don't. Heinz okay. says you put it in the refrigerator. I do not uh, put it in the refrigerator. I used it. to, until I realized you don't have to. Yeah. I was always under the impression that it was mandatory, hmm. uh, you know, to keep it fresh or whatever. And then I realized, no, you don't have to keep it in the fridge. And I, because I like warmer ketchup. I don't. I don't like. You got a hot burger, let's say. Yeah. And then you're putting 33 degree ketchup on top of it. It's a contrast of temperatures. That's no. a shock. Yeah. yeah. Give me. You go to a restaurant. It's warm ketchup. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I leave it out. The label says for best results, refrigerate. Mm-hmm. Now I eat ketchup, oh. and my two kids also eat ketchup. So ketchup goes quickly. So I don't need to abide by the best results. If your ketchup is going to last around the house for two months, okay, maybe you ought to refrigerate. But I disagree with Heinz. Where do you two stand on this issue? John, I go to you first. I follow direction of ketchup. Uh, The ketchup I have says keep refrigerated after Mm. opening. So I keep refrigerated after opening. So you keep Um, refrigerated. Only because it says that. If it said you have a choice, I probably... I I don't... Ketchup, I very my wife uh, eats a lot of ketchup. Uh, hmm. The kid eats a lot of ketchup. I do not eat. I'm very I, I, about that, like that much. I mean, in a really? month, I do not eat a lot of ketchup. I I eat a lot of Is sriracha. I eat a, 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 no, I just it's just not something that I. It's not my thing. I do hmm. from time to time. I will be like, oh, do we have ketchup? And I'll put it on a burger or I'll put it on something. But it's oh, never my good. first. It's just not. I haven't. I haven't really had ketchup like that since I was in my twenties. It's just. A, it's. A, I think it's a texture thing for me. Really, it's. It's weird. Like, I stopped eating on cheesesteaks when I was like twelve, and that was like. Yeah. That was like my main go-to. I used to be like I only liked ketchup on my cheesesteak. And then that went away, and then that kind of went away for everything. It went away on the burger, it went away on the hot dog, it went away on pretty much everything. So it's very rare I have, I do like the taste of ketchup. I have, like, no issue with it independently, but I don't eat it as much as you would think one would. Mm -hmm. All right, Matt, where do you fall in this debate? John just just does what he's told. (laughs) 100%. Yeah, exactly. It gave me directions. Um, I followed it. <laughs> there you go. Like Johnny, though, I have not had ketchup since moving into the condo here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I usually get A1 steak sauce as my brand condiment whenever I have like a burger or when I cook there you go. Uh, a steak sandwich. I usually have the A1 sauce handy or any other steak sauce handy. Um, lately, I've been on a kick where I've been adding like herbs and spices on top of sh- on top of uh, food and stuff like that. So I've been nice. that's usually my flavor now. So I don't. I find myself using less and less condiments mm. as a result of that. Now, if I'm, let's just say, if I'm in a diner mm-hmm. and I have a hamburger, the first thing I go for is the ketchup on the hamburger. Like I've got to have it. It has to be in there. Um, the one thing that I can't stand about ketchup is when it's in the glass bottle and you have to. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, yep. pound it out of there, and it's like, <laughs> then all of a sudden you got you got a big old sploosh out. That's terrible. 
Um, that kind squeeze of bottles are preferred. Yes. yes. Yeah. Squeeze bottles are much more preferred. Screw you, Heinz. With your <laughs> yeah, bottles exactly. and your dumb tweets. Like seriously, like perfect your glass bottles, please, for the love of God. Uh, in that regard. So, but if I were to have ketchup here, that that would be very interesting. I I could see the argument if you keep it in the refrigerator. You're talking that that temperature is like in the mid to low low to mid thirties, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got something that's been cooked at a very high temperature, four or five hundred degrees. If you're cooking a hamburger, right? So right. you've got that huge discrepancy. You have to let that burger kind of settle down a little bit in order for the temp- you know the temperature to come down, you know, for it to be eatable. But I think the shock of having that on the the hamburger itself, I think it would be a, a different taste for sure. So I would probably keep it out of the refrigerator. It would be a close eh, 51, 49% kind of thing. It, but I don't eat it all that much. That's mm-hmm. the thing. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't have it in the house. I just don't. Um, mustard's a totally different story. That's in the refrigerator, period. Um, I keep that in the refrigerator all the time. I think that does say... To John's point, I think that does yeah, say I you need to does, refrigerate yeah. it. Yeah. Because uh, something will probably happen to it if you don't. Yeah, um, exactly. Whereas ketchup, like ketchup is yeah. more fortified, you know. Mm. It's like, <laughs> it, can stand, it can stand to be out there. Yeah, tomato. Well, yeah, the tomato is like yeah. one of the weakest vegetables. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. <laughs> it is kind of it ketchup, perfectly sure. honest. <laughs> I, like, I like when you do a pasta sauce recipe and it tells you, okay, take the whole tomatoes. And just crush them. <laughs> it's like you just, <laughs> just with their hand. You don't even need the yeah, right. <laughs> show, show them a knife, they'll fall apart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How did you make this? Well, I crushed this tomato with my bare hands. I looked at it did in the you drawer. Wash your hands? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, on that note. <laughs> that, that'll do it this week for two dudes talking episode 145 wow. that's that's a high number and it's just gonna Very keep on climbing hopefully we will never hear from that idiot at the new jersey health dog center for disease hot dog and sausages. sausage weird guy uh, yeah, yeah. Ah. hopefully we won't hear from him again <laughs> Because he's, ah. he's got a, as much credibility as uh, certain CDC directors around here. Well, gentlemen, since that's it, anything further to say to the crowd before we depart? One, I am really happy you are back. Because I really went little bit little, 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 <laughs> when I was really hosting this. So thank you for doing it, as always, Steve. And it's great to have you back, brother. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate yeah. I appreciate being missed. It's always a good, good to have that feeling. Yes. There you go. And John will just remain speechless because you are you are missed. you were you were missed, but you were back now. So I don't have to miss you. <laughs> there you go. All right. <laughs> and I'll be back again next week unless something weird happens Can't in the wait. interim. <laughs> Until then, we shall see thee later. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to us here at Two Noobs Talking. If you want more of Two Noobs on social media, we're here for you. You can find us by searching Two Noobs Talking on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Clapper. Have a great week, and we look forward to delivering another great episode to you next week. Take care.